Welcome to Jay Mosley Ministries Transformational Living Podcast. I'm Jackie Mosley, your host, and thank you for tuning in today. And I pray that your day is filled with God's presence, peace, and joy. This biblical podcast discussion will be the final episode of the series, Is the Church for Unbelievers? Part 3. That will consist of thought-provoking biblical truth to inspire you to study and search the scriptures to be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So go with me on this journey of biblical truth and look to the word of God for there is a vast difference between the values this world perceives and what the Lord commands as valuable. Let us pray. Gracious Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace. And we thank you for your mercies that are new every morning. Lord, we thank you for your long suffering and giving us all time to repent and turn away from evil and wickedness while the blood is still running warm in our veins. God bless the listeners today and build their faith through this podcast. For faith cometh by hearing and hearing by your word. Lord, we thank you for shedding your precious blood for the remission of our sins. We thank you that you died on the cross to pay the death penalty. We thank you for your burial and resurrection from the grave for us to have a brand new life and a transformed life and to spend eternity in heaven to be with you forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The podcast scriptures for this episode will be coming out of Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22, Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 through 10, John chapter 10, verses 7 through 9, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 through 20, 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, Acts chapter 20 verses 26 through 29 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 27 through 31 Romans chapter 12 verses 4 through 5 and Revelation chapter 21 verse 2 and any other podcast scriptures mentioned throughout this episode and I want to encourage you to please in your spare time to go back and read the podcast scriptures um, to get more biblical information pertaining to this subject is the church for unbelievers now in this particular episode 
we are going to discuss what the church is not and who the church does not belong to. Amen. Because God has given us a blueprint and example of how the church should operate. And so we will be discussing what the church is not and who the church does not belong to. Now in part one, uh, we talked about the difference between the local body, which is visible in the earth, and the universal body, which is invisible. And that scripture compares the body of Christ as a human body. And that each person is a member and that Christ is the head. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 22 and 23 says, And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him, which is Christ, to be head over everything. For the church is his body. Whose body? Jesus Christ's body. The fullness of him who fills everything in every way. My God. The church is not a building. The church is not a denomination. The church is not a business or an organization. Now, I don't want to go too deep into this subject um, but just enough for you to get an understanding. And again, please uh, go back to um, parts one and two uh, of this series to, to get additional uh, information about the differences between the local body and the universal body, how the church is called the ecclesia, the called out ones. And also another analogy, how the church is called the Bride of Christ, and etc. You go back and listen to those episodes because all that information is covered um, in those two episodes. Now, we are going to take a look at the metaphor of how a company or a business or organization have some similarities of how the body of Christ works. And then there are major differences in, in how companies or, uh, or organizations contrast the body of Christ. Now, businesses, companies, and organizations are different uh, let's talk about the differences and how it's different from the body of Christ. Now, the body of Christ is an organism. And anybody can start or form an organization. But the church is not organized by man. In other words, by people. Because the church is an organism that represents the life of Christ. Christ is the one who formed and founded the church, not man. 
And Christ should be the source where the church, which consists of the true church, consists of believers to receive their strength and their direction. Now think of a company or a business, same thing, that is a group of people who work together for a common purpose. And what is that purpose? Is following the founder's vision and mission. Employees are recruited into the company by recruiters who find people to work for these companies or businesses. And how do they do that? They need some type of marketing strategy to draw people to apply for um, positions in the company. They need something magnetic to attract talent to uh, engage employees, new employees to apply and come and work in their companies or businesses. So they tell people how great the company is or whatever their marketing strategy is that they use to draw people in. Um, And one of the strategies is through the types of positions and the salary and the benefits and etc. Um, then people become the brand of that company through what? How do people become branded in the company company that they work for? They they become branded through new hire training, right? And they become branded through orientation and through um, you know other means that you know people use to help new employees become acclimated to their company practices procedures and and their brand but to get accepted into the company you have to be what qualified according to their criteria you have to follow their guidelines and meet their requirements to be an employee at their company now this illustration has similarities for the church now this is how good God is He always gives allegories or examples or illustrations in the natural to help us understand things spiritually, to make things clear to us. My goodness. So the body of Christ has many members who are disciples or followers of Christ and what do we do as a body we work together my goodness for a common purpose and the purpose Jesus laid out and we will get to that in a moment here for 
the common purpose by following the founder's vision. Now, who is the founder of the church? Jesus Christ. He is the one who laid down his life. He is the one who died for the church, not man. Your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your husband, your wife, your children. No one laid down their life and died for the church. Only Christ died for the church. Because the church belongs to him. Christ is the one that baptizes people into the body, into his own body. My goodness. Because it was his body that died on the cross. It was his body that rose from the grave. And so believers are to follow Christ and be about our father's business. Not man's business. We are to be about our father in heaven, our heavenly father's business. My God today. Not man's business. Now, some men and women use the church as a disguise for their personal business. My God, today. And that is not the blueprint or example that Christ left of how the church should operate. The church should never resort to business marketing strategies to draw people. But the Bible is crystal clear on how the church grows and is not through man's efforts. We have a part because we are members and we are workers in the vineyard, yes. But the end result does not come from us. Oh my God. Now let's listen or let's look at um, a couple of scriptures that talks about this. John chapter 12 verse 32 reads, And I, if I be lifted up. Who is the I in this scripture? And that is Jesus Christ is saying, and I, if I be lifted up, if Jesus Christ be lifted up from the earth, he said, I will draw all men unto me. So Christ is the one who does the drawing. But what is our part? Is lifting him up. My God, from the earth. Now, Christ knew and was talking about his death and he knew that he would be lifted up from the earth on the cross but if we lift up the name of Jesus my God he will draw all men unto himself but our part is lifting him up not man we are to lift up pastor so and so bishop so and so prophet and and an apostle so and so all of that is man's glorification lifting up 
the name of man, but we are to lift up the name of Jesus. The only name whereby men shall be saved. Oh my God, the only name. And that name, the power that is in the name of Jesus will draw men unto himself. My God. And another scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 6 through 8. And that reads, I have planted, and the I is Paul is speaking here because there was division in the church and, and, and in, in the church at Corinth. And what was the division? The division was some people were favoring Paul and wanting to follow him and others wanted to follow, follow Apollos. Again, wanting to follow man. And this is what Paul had to tell the church in this letter. He said, I have planted Apollo's water, but God gave the increase. So Paul had a job of planting, huh? And Apollos had the job of watering. My God. But who gave the increase? God gave the increase. In other words, it was God that causes growth, not man but the power of God. And then Paul goes on to say, so then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Oh my goodness. So he was telling people that it's not don't glorify me don't lift me up because of the abilities that god has given me to do his work but it's it's god in other words your focus is wrong you're focusing on me but god wants you to focus on him he is the one that causes the church to grow not me not anything that i do but it's him my god today so the requirements to being a believer as a member of the body of Christ is not based on seminary degrees, your level of education, your occupation, your skills or abilities. Now again, Paul was an educated man. And let's look at what he said in Philippians chapter 3 verses 7 through 10 he said but what things were gained to me those I counted loss for Christ yea doubtless and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ whew, and be found in him not having my own righteousness oh my God which is of the law but that which through faith the faith of Christ the righteousness 
which of God by faith that I may know him mm. and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings be made conformable unto his death. Oh my God. See, God qualifies the members of the body of Christ to work for him. And you can read more about that. Um, I believe it's in the book of 1 Corinthians that talks about the gifts of the Spirit. And the um, and I think it's in, either in Ephesians or Romans that talks about also the various um, offices and just the gifts of the Spirit that the Holy Ghost distributes. My goodness. Now, your education and seminary degrees may help you and give you some additional insight, but it's the gifts of the Spirit, the grace gifts, my goodness, that gives us the ability to work for God because we depend on Him to lead us and guide us in in all truth and to work for him my God today now another scripture um, is when Paul and Silas were locked up for preaching the gospel and the jailer asked the question notice Paul and Silas didn't ask the jailer anything but the jailer came to them and asked the question, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And Paul responded and said, Believe on the Lord Jesus. So believing and knowing Christ above all else and understanding who he really is and 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 who the scriptures say he is and what he has done. My God. That is the, if you want to call, it's not marketing, but that is the way to, um, that, that, that is the way that you become a member of the body of Christ my God today and Christ makes all of that possible if we lift him up and he will do the drawing now how do you get into the body of Christ again we just said Paul said believing he said believe on the Lord Jesus so it's not your skill set it's not your occupation and what you do that qualifies you to become a member of the body. It has nothing to do with those things. But you must come through the door. And who is the door? Jesus Christ. He is the door. John 10, 7 and 9 says, So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. So again, going back to the company who 
uses their own marketing strategies strategies to draw the talent they want to draw those talents may have different skill sets and abilities that the company is interested in um, to bring them in to add value so that they can what grow their business so you have to come through the door of man to get into man's business but to get into the body of Christ you have to come through Jesus Christ because he is the door he said I am the door of the sheep all who came before me are thieves and robbers and he was referring to the Pharisees of that day and I I, I don't want to get into all of that but that's who he was comparing himself to he said but the sheep did not listen to them which is a good thing and Jesus said I am the door if anyone enters by me he will be saved and go in and out and find pasture and I I won't elaborate on that but if anyone enters by me he will be saved my God today my God so there are many people who claim to be believers in the body of Christ but they do not believe that Jesus is God manifested in the flesh in the person of Jesus Christ as the son of the living God if you don't believe that then you are not a believer in the body of Christ you're not a member of the body of Christ and if you say you are and you don't believe that Jesus is who he said he was you're pretending my God today and how can you say you are a member of the body of Christ and you do not believe that Jesus shed his blood you do not believe Jesus died on the cross my God today how can you be a member when Jesus is clearly the founder of the church my God how can you be a member when you don't believe that Jesus was resurrected from the grave you don't believe in the resurrection power of Jesus Christ who gives new life my God how can a person claim to be a believer and reject and do not believe in the founder Jesus Christ or do not believe in his word and the word of God is spirit and life notice I I did not say the body of Jackie Mosley or the body of pastor so-and-so or the body of Bishop evangelist or teacher so-and-so because I nor any other person did not shed blood for the church and cannot grant anyone entrance into heaven or hell I just read John 10 7 and 9 and Jesus said unto them 
Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Nobody can grant you entrance into the kingdom of heaven except for Christ. He's the only one with the power and authority, my God, to grant people entrance into heaven, my God. And he's the only one that can place people in hell. Nobody can put you in hell but Christ, my God, today. So let me give another example here. Physically, blood and life are one in the same. Now this is showing how the body works, the human body. And then we'll move on again to the spiritual body in a moment. Blood circulates and delivers oxygen and nutrients to organs and cells. Blood carries away waste and keeps the temperature of the human body in a safe range. Say a person was injured, right? And lost a significant amount of blood and the doctor told that person they are dying. And the only way they can live is to receive a blood transfusion. But for whatever reason, that person refuses a blood transfusion. Oh my God. What will happen to that person's physical life? Well, doctors say that when a person's body completely loses its ability to pump blood to maintain oxygen, that person has lost 50% of their blood. And at that point, their heart my God, today will stop pumping and other organs will shut down and that person will experience physical death. My goodness. The human body is made up of multiple systems that need to work in sync or else the health of the body will be in jeopardy. The circulatory system in the human body is responsible for communication. That is the lifeblood that flows to every part of the body. And if the blood flow is cut off to any part of the body, it will begin to atrophy or waste away or decline in effectiveness. And then what? Die. But had that person accepted whew, and received a blood transfusion, they would have lived. My God, today. Now, spiritually, mm, sin has damaged and severed mankind's relationship with God. We bled out. We lost life. 
with the creator. And God is life and the author and giver of life. Blood is also used in the Bible to represent spiritual life. Hebrews 9 and 22 says, according to the law, in fact, nearly everything must be purified with what? Blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission or forgiveness of sin. My God, today. Mm, my God, today. Jesus Christ was the sacrificial lamb mm, who shed his blood for the remission of our sins. This scripture is referring to judicial forgiveness granting one entrance into the kingdom of heaven that only Jesus Christ has the authority to do man does not have the authority to forgive to judicially forgive you of your sins and grant you entrance into the kingdom of heaven the Bible says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. God, who is rich in mercy and grace, required a blood payment for sin to restore and reconcile mankind back to what? Life. You see how good and gracious God is? My goodness. And one of the problems with the local church today is that leadership act as if they shed their own blood and sacrifice their life for the people. And that joining their church is the way to eternal life. And these leaders are communicating the messages of spiritual death and they are blocking the entrance to eternal life for many people. My God today. People who are baptized believers imitates Christ and believes in his death, in his burial, and in his resurrection and are sealed with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and baptized into the universal body of Christ. My God today. For the scripture says, for we were all baptized by what? One spirit into the body, whether Jews or Greeks, slave or free. And we were all given one spirit to drink. 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. And believers live to do the work of the Lord in this present life. And that is the common purpose that I mentioned earlier. My God, and what is that? The Great Commission, according to Scripture, that says, therefore go. It doesn't say, therefore stay where you are. It says, go and make disciples. And disciples are followers of Christ, of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them 
to obey everything <clears throat> I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Matthew 28 verses 19 and 20. Now let's go back to the natural side. of looking at companies and organizations and how uh, and the similarities and the differences. I'm, I'm going to just go back a little bit. So to be considered for entrance into a company, what does a company do? They fish for people. They go fishing. Just like the disciples, the, the 12 disciples were fishing when Jesus found them. He saw that they were what? Fishing. So companies fish for people. So they need bait to draw people. So what they do is number one is they post the position. And the position needs to be publicized and open to applicants. And the position will only be open for a specified period of time. And then the opportunity will close and will not be available. My God, today will not be available and that's how it is in the church age the door will eventually close and not be available it's not going to be open forever my god today number two you will need to submit an application or a resume for the open position. And what did Paul tell the jailer that we talked about early when he said, what must I do to be saved? Because when you become saved, you are a member of the body of Christ. And he said, believe on the Lord Jesus, my God today. So, you must believe. My goodness. Companies, number three, companies um, to be considered for entrance into a company, you need to qualify for the position that you apply for. Right? Employers will not consider applicants whose qualifications and experience does not fit the position. Well, that's a little different. That's a difference between um, a company and the body of Christ. Whereas when you believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, when you believe in him, you become a member. So now you have to work toward the common purpose for the body. And how do you do that? You, you know, God is the one who qualifies you. And so that's why I was mentioning about the gifts of the Spirit. 
that God gives to believers that qualifies them to go to work for him. That's the only way you will be effective in your work for the Lord is, is through the gifts of the Spirit, through the offices, through <clears throat> the divine abilities, my God, that he gives his followers to do the work of the Lord. That's how you qualify to be uh, um, to do the work of the Lord. My goodness, after you become a member, my goodness. See, in the business world, you already have to have the qualifications to be considered for entrance into the company. But as a but for the body of Christ, you are not qualified to gain entrance into the body of Christ yet. That the the the, the qualifications or the abilities come after you become a member. Then God will fill you with the spirit and then the Holy Ghost will distribute the spiritual gifts for you to be able to work in the body of Christ for the Lord. My goodness. Now, number four, to be considered for entrance into a company, employers will contact you if they're interested. They want to interview you. They want to talk to you. My God, today. But for the body of Christ, again, everything is contingent on you believing my God today and for you to talk to God and tell him that you believe him that you believe on his name that you believe that Jesus is the son of God you have to believe that in your heart and you have to pray and communicate with God my Lord today And then once you meet that criteria for the body of Christ, you are in. Then, then, then Christ baptizes you into the body. You are in. Now, for a business or for a company, once you interview for the position and they like you and they accept you, you, then they will make you an offer and then the door is opened for you to come in to be a part of their company right but if you did not get through the door of the company and they decide not to make you an offer for whatever reason um then that door is closed. And that goes back to for the, the let's talk, go back to the, the spiritual aspect or the church aspect of if the door is closed. Well, we talked about the local church, which is visible and anybody, it doesn't even matter what you believe. A lot of people claim to be 
in the local body of Christ and they don't even believe in him. But for the universal body, Jesus Christ knows those who are his, right? And so if you don't believe, then that the door is closed to the body of Christ. You're not a member, even though you say you are. The door is closed. You do not meet the requirements, my God, to be a member of the body of Christ because you have to believe in Christ. So just as the company is open to those who apply and meet their requirements, the church is open to unbelievers who come in through repentance and faith in Jesus Christ, the one and only way. Christ is the door and is the creator and founder of the church. My God. So, again, what the church is not. The church is not a building. It's not a denomination or an organization. The foundation of the church has already been built on the solid rock. And who is that rock? Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 11 and 12 says for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid which is Jesus Christ if anyone build on the foundation with gold silver precious stones and these are high quality materials that represent builders who build with right doctrine with right living with sound preaching and teaching that meet God's standards, right? However, if anyone build on the foundation with wood, with hay, with straw, now these are low quality materials that represent builders who build with wrong or false doctrine, unrighteous living, watered down preaching and teaching that does not meet God's standards. All foundations built on man or any other principle is built on sand that will sink and not last. God will not recognize or reward man-made work that is built that is not built on the rock of Christ. Man-made laboring is always in vain. Let me say that again. Man-made laboring is always in vain. Only what you do for Christ will last and be rewarded in eternity my God today mm, my God the church does not belong to the pastor and the pastor is not the CEO of a church my God today 
Jesus Christ is the only chief. He is the chief cornerstone that the builders rejected. And pastors or any leaders that bear the title CEO or life coach, motivational speaker is building their own man-made foundation and has rejected Jesus Christ as the chief cornerstone. Oh my God. These are man-centered churches and ministries that are not built on Jesus Christ as the rock and sure foundation and should be avoided like the plague. Run, 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 run far away from these churches and ministries. This type of pastor and the leaders that follow him is operating in greed and covetousness that is rooted in the love of money for personal gain, lust for power, status, and prestige, gaining followers unto themselves, pretending to care about your soul, but only cares, <coughs> excuse me, about how much you can give or sow, as they say, into their ministries, which is a business. And their belly is their God. These pastors are hirelings or wolves in sheep's clothing who came in some other way. They didn't come in through the door of Christ, who is Christ. But they came in some other way. Maybe their family encouraged them. Or their friends or their associates. Or they came in through their, their salary. But not through the door of Christ Jesus. Who is the only way into the body of Christ. Now earlier I mentioned that. Businesses use their own marketing strategies to draw talent to their company. But the church should lift up the name of Jesus to draw all men. Jesus said that if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. So we have to draw according to what the word says. We have to obey the word of God in order to uh, draw people, right? So we have to do what Jesus said. He said, if I be lifted up. But notice that <clears throat> when man is exalted, this is what happens. Divisions and dissensions always follow and again this goes back to the division that was in the Corinthian church and we see this idolatrous and worldly behavior that was going on that Paul had to address in the Corinthian church and what did he say about their idolatrous and worldly behavior. He said, when some people follow Apollos and then some people follow Paul, uh, Paul said, you are still worldly. 
For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, that's what happens when man is exalted. It causes division. It causes dissension because people are jealous and they quarrel. They're fighting amongst each other. He said, aren't you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere men? For when one says, I will follow Paul, and another, I will follow Apollos, are you not mere men? What, after all, is Apollos? And what is Paul? Now, this is Paul speaking here. Only servants, he said, through whom you came to believe as the Lord has assigned to each his task. Paul said, I planted the seed. Apollos watered it, but God gave the increase. In other words, God caused it to grow or made it to grow. So neither is he who plants or neither he who waters is anything, but only God who makes all things grow. The man who plants and the man who waters have one purpose. One. My God today. My God. And each will be rewarded according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers. And you are God's field. God's building. My God. Next, the church is not a coffee shop or social club for entertainment purposes. There are plenty of business establishments where folks can meet up for coffee to socialize. This is a prime example of what happens when the church loves the world by adopting its practices that has nothing to do with the mission of Christ. My God today. So the most fundamental issue is with one's eternal destiny. Still, for those who have led people astray, which is what's happening today, or have caused others to renounce the gospel they their punishment will be more intense in some way or another in the eternal lake of fire because the mission of Christ is to teach to baptize we've already mentioned that previously that is the fundamental issue is dealing with one's eternal destiny And that is the task that God has assigned us is we must preach and teach the gospel. We must train people in righteousness because their eternal destiny is at stake. But we have those, my God today, mm, that are leading people away and astray from God. And that's why we must, as true believers, be about our Father's business. Because salvation is not private. 
but it is public because Jesus said let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and then what will they do what will men do glorify your father who is in heaven my God today my goodness so Ezekiel chapter 34 verses 1 through 10 and I will read a portion of that it says and the word of the Lord came to me Ezekiel saying son of man prophesy against the shepherds of Israel prophesy and say to them thus says the Lord God to the shepherds woe to the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves should not the shepherds feed the flocks you eat the fat and clothe yourselves with the wool you slaughter the fatlings but you do not feed the flock the weak you have not strengthened nor have you healed those who were sick nor bound up the broken nor brought back what was driven away nor sought what was lost but with force and cruelty you ruled them. So they scattered because there was no shepherd and they became food for all the beasts of the field. When they were scattered, my sheep wandered through all the mountains and on every hill. Yes, my flock was scattered over the whole face of the earth and no one was seeking or searching for them my god today this is serious business here when men say that they've been called to preach that is serious that is a serious calling and it should never be taken lightly and it's a shame when men whose belly is their God and they use the church as a business and operated as a for-profit center. My God today, woe unto you is what the scriptures is saying. My God. But therefore, you shepherds, mm, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, says the Lord God, Surely, because my flock became a prey and my flock became food for every beast of the field, because there was no shepherd, nor did my shepherd search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and did not feed my flock. Therefore, O shepherds, you who call yourselves pastors, Hear the word of the Lord. Ha! Jesus. Thus says the Lord God. Behold I am against the shepherds. And I will require my flock at their hand. I will cause them to cease feeding the sheep. My God today. And the shepherds shall feed themselves no more. For I will deliver my flock from their mouths. Oh my God that they may no longer be food for them. Oh my God. My God, my God today. Oh shepherds, those who 
call themselves pastors. Repent if this is you, for God will visit your so-called church that is disguised as a business. God will visit you for taking people's money to feed your belly. My God today, woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture. You who run people away and cause people to leave the church, woe unto you. My God today, says the Lord. Therefore, says the Lord God of Israel, against the shepherds who feed my people, you have scattered my flock, driven them away, and not attended to them. My God today, behold, I will attend to you for the evil of your doings, says the Lord. Read Jeremiah 23, folks. I'm sounding the alarm today, but this is the this is the uh, message that God has given, and it needs to be spoken today. My God, today, true shepherds of God are examples of godliness and righteousness in their own lives. And they encourage the sheep to follow his example, as the Apostle Paul mentions in 1 Corinthians 11 and 1. Be imitators of me as I follow Christ. Inspire others to follow. In essence, sheep are helpless without a shepherd. Why? Because shepherds lead, feed comfort, nurture, correct, and protect the sheep who is the flock of God. True believers and leaders continue to live for the Lord. I want to encourage you to continue to live for the Lord. Don't give up and don't give in. My God today, seeing that we have this ministry as we have received mercy. We faint not. Don't faint. But renounce the hidden things of dishonesty. Don't walk in craftiness. And don't handle the word of God deceitfully. But by manifestation of the truth, commend yourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. My God. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. My goodness. That the excellency of the power of God and not of us. We are troubled. Yes, we are. On every side. Yet not distressed. You're not distressed. Mm. We are perplexed, but not in despair we are persecuted but not forsaken remember this people of God we are cast down but we are not destroyed remember who you serve the most powerful and almighty God who is keeping you and because of that we faint not 
But though our outward man perish, yet inwardly we are renewed day by day. Our inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction is for a moment worketh for us. Can you believe that? Our light afflictions for a moment. In other words, trouble don't last always, but it's only for a moment. Mm. And the trouble or the affliction worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. That's where our focus as a body should be. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. My God, today, I truly hope that you received a blessing from this podcast ministry I really do hope you receive the blessing, my God, today of what the church is not and who the church does not belong to. This was the final episode of Is the Church for Unbelievers? And God's word is crystal clear about this. My God, today. Now, I decided to do um, many podcasts because I know I tend to to be long-winded because I really aim at trying to get people to understand, um, you know, the subjects, the biblical subjects that I like to talk about. And and I know that I tend to be a little lengthy, um, but I'm going to start doing many podcasts and I will make those available for listeners um, in the Jay Mosley Ministries Facebook group called Transformers. And so I'm going to, to start doing those mini podcasts and I'm going to address in those uh, mini podcasts Christian living topics such as jealousy. Oh my God, I want to talk about jealousy because I have seen jealousy all, oh my God, all throughout the body of Christ and the terrible, terrible things that people do um, out of jealousy that drives them to hurt people. Um, And it's really unfortunate, but I want to talk about that. Uh, I want to talk about racism. I want to talk about love, kindness, evil, greed, and etc. And all of this is to help to strengthen you and to help you to continue in this spiritual race. I will also um, complete the uh, Babylon is Falling series uh, later on in the following year. Uh, Many people have asked me uh, more uh, about those I mean, about that series, they want more information about that. And I will complete those series. Those are a little bit more um, time consuming for me. And um, I will complete those series for people. Uh, But I really, really would like to thank you for your time and attention. 
Um, and thank you for listening in and tuning in to Transformational Living Podcast, Depositing for Eternity as Spiritual Millionaires. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer.